You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Slowly but surely. I feel a lot of judgment in these comments. But there that's is. All right. That's all right. Anywho. Welcome back, Shariah. Yay. Since you were absent on episode one. Yeah. Welcome back. How's Thanks. life? It's great. Um, been working a lot. I got a new job that requires me to travel now. So. Well, yes, the people know. Yeah. They're ready, they ready to get flewed out. Flewed out, period. And I ain't paying for nothing. It's great. <laughs> company credit card, company vehicle, all that good stuff. So while Jermaine here was recording, I was in the great state of North Dakota. I know. She she <laughs> always ends up in random places, y'all. Um, where Nebraska. Nebraska. Well, Nebraska not random for me since I used to live there. It is. Neither random. is Iowa. Yeah. But North Fly Dakota over. was a new one. Fargo and Bismarck. Great places, y'all. How many black there. people did you see? I saw. <laughs> I think I saw two. Ooh, one was at the gas station and one was at the hotel. Ooh, chill. and it was like real awkward. You know, how, like you normally see black people and y'all yes. like give each other that nod. Yeah, one or not. They were probably looking like, oh my god, it's another one. Yeah, and it didn't help. I had my afro out, so like my oh, hair yeah. is all. You was authentic. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, that's my life update. So you're back. You're idea. ready. Yeah. Are you? I don't know. We can already go out of time. I'm I'm talking about this cruise. So I'm still trying to adjust to normal life. See, she's been everywhere. North Dakota. Montego Bay. Montego Bay. Cozumel. What's Montego Bay? Uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. The turn up. It was lit. And I was here all alone. (laughs) (laughs) I am all alone. Left to my sorrows. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to move on because... Jermaine's petty. <laughs> Anyways, so we're going to start. Oh, I didn't introduce our guests. You didn't. I'm sorry, guys. Well, we have Christian and Roman here from Leaders Amongst Leaders. So if you want to say hi to the people. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with our question of the day. So who wants to go first? They don't, they don't have it. I know they don't have so it. So how are they going to go first? I'm going to ask the question. Oh. I'm saying who going to answer it first. <laughs> Girl, you slow. Um, well, Jermaine's going first. Okay. I'm going last. Period. I'm ready. What's up? So, we, we've answered this question before, but maybe it'll be a little different. Will it? What is the most, quote unquote, Detroit thing that you will be doing this summer? Germany, you're up first. I don't know. 
I mean, I'm going to be on Bilal for sure. So I feel like that's <laughs> right. that's Detroit all day, every day, no matter who owns it. <laughs> I got my, my uh, recreational passport, so I will be on Bilal with the, she fancy with the other folks turning up. Okay. What about y'all? Most Detroit. Most Detroit thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Chasing after the ice cream trucks. Too big. <laughs> <laughs> I still look. I still chase after the ice cream truck. Okay, I was about to say. I don't think it's an Asian. You know how you know how rare those are now. That's like dinosaurs. They're like walking fossils. <laughs> I feel like I, you just called us out. Oh no no! I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the ice cream talking truck. About the ice cream truck. I'm talking about the ice cream truck. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting. I saw one the other day. See. Riding down we saw my street. two. We saw two. Oh yeah, yeah. They lit. I like ice cream trucks. Um, let me see. What's the most Detroit thing I'll be doing this summer? I don't know. I think I got tickets to a concert at what's formerly known as Shane, Shane Park. Park. I can't adjust to this name change. I love it's Rita too Franklin long and all, but it's gonna be Shane Park for a long time. So yeah, I think that's it for the most Detroit Not, thing. He ain't answer. I said me. Oh, I'm like, I thought you were supposed to say that's it for the question. No. Anyway, so what's the most Detroit thing you be doing this summer? Uh, hustling. All right. <laughs> this summer. So. Hey, that's very that's Detroit. A real, that's a real answer. All right. So, this next portion is a very interesting part. <laughs> um, so, what are you doing? Change your stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. This is weird. How? Because that's not who's most likely to. I know because that's not the... If you still want to do those, you think it'll fit? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. We'll try it. We'll see how it works. So basically, we're going to play a game. It's a lightning round. Normally, it's a little bit different, but we're going to do it this way. So we're going to give you a question. I'm going to ask you who is most likely to, and then you guys have to decide between the two of you. Who's most likely to do said thing? No problem. All right. Who is most likely to laugh during serious moments? <laughs> Me. <laughs> you gotta tell them who you are. Oh, Roman. <laughs> I said my government. You don't have to you if you don't want to. to. Oh, my nickname, Ugly Kid RJ. <laughs> All right. So you're most likely to laugh during serious moments. Mm-hmm. Ask Christian Bust out laughing <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> All right. Who is most likely to never spend their money? Me. All right. <laughs> uh, who is more? Who's more likely to be more social? Christian. Christian. All right. When I get in my feelings. I don't talk to nobody. I feel uh-huh. that. I feel like everybody's like that. I don't know. I'm like that. I shut out everybody if I'm mad. You shut out everybody anyway. Yeah, that's also very true. Don't be telling my business. <laughs> I believe you on my post. <laughs> oh no, I don't go that far. I can't delete all my posts and my life for two days. Oh, that's crazy. I just delete people. Like, the that's people crazy. that make me mad, I just forget that they exist for a while. Swear. <laughs> all right. So, who's most likely to be late for an event? Oh, not me. Me. I'm always early. Me. All right. That's cool. Me too. As y'all can tell, I was late getting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is more, most likely to be center stage? Uh, Christian. Christian. All right. Well, that was fun. I feel like. Never mind. Is it? Are, you, should we answer? Sure. Okay. All right. So between Jermaine Ooh. and I, 
Who's most likely to laugh during serious moments is definitely me. Are you sure? I'm always laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like between the two of us, we both be laughing. Especially if we make eye contact. We, oh, yeah, we're going to start cracking up. Eye it's eye over. Eye contact is over. It's yeah, over. <laughs> we're about it's to start rap. cracking Swear. up. <laughs> um, never spend her money. I'm going to say Jermaine. Yeah. Because I just be balling out of control and I be broke as hell in real life. <laughs> um, most likely to be more social, I would say, is me. Yeah. Because I don't like people. Neither I feel do that. <laughs> Pictures of the choir on that. Don't like people at all. Neither do I. I just, I can mask it better than her. So that's yeah. the only reason. It's all, I it'd be all over my face. Man. Uh, be late for an event. You. That's fine. I'll take that. Currently. Right. <laughs> it's all good. Um, be center stage. I think it depends on the environment. Yeah. Most likely it's going to be both of us and we're going to be sharing the stage anyway. So Anyways. there's that. So... Another portion of our show that we're going to move on to is going to be the New Kids University. Um, I don't know if the New Kids University was fully explained I don't, to the listeners. It wasn't. Okay, so. Because I, I didn't do it. So Neither did I. So, here's the explanation for you guys. If you don't know Jermaine and I personally, then you may not know this, but her and I have a really bad habit of enrolling in school. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we... Completed our undergraduate degrees at the same time, master's degrees at the same time, and we're currently working on our PhDs at the same time. So we figured what better way to share ourselves with you all than to dive into teaching you all some of the things that we've learned. Um, it's going to be a little different because we paid to learn it, and we're going to give it to y'all for fr- mostly free, free. Yeah, mostly free-ish. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Somewhat. Just a little bit, a little bit of free. Everything ain't gonna be free. Just a little bit. So, for the next few minutes, I will be Professor Shy Shy, and Jermaine will be Professor <laughs> Main Doll, because we like to get a little ratchet and be educated at the same time. So, there's that. So, my topic for today, um, for those of you who do not know, outside of my regular nine to five, I'm also a career consultant. A lot of times I get the question of when should I update my resume and is it important to have one? I'm telling you to like, yes. Oh, I got you. I was like, what is she doing? Okay, anyways, so I get the question all the time. When do I update it? What needs to be on there? So I'm going to give you all a little bit of how you can do this. The easiest way to keep your resume updated is to update your resume immediately once you receive your position. The reason for that is because you already have your job description right there in your hand. Make it simple. Copy, paste, replace. You know, copy what's on there, paste it, and make it fit That's to real. what you do. That's real. Very simple. <laughs> and then you can update it as you continue to move along, but Correct. updating it in the beginning is the move. It really is. It's very easy. You can go back in and you can edit. You know, if you have any, like, accomplishments within the role, you can go back in and put that in. Why is it important to update them? Because this is what always happens. People call me and they say, I want to apply for this job tomorrow and I need my resume updated. I don't work like that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not that fast. I'm just not. I can't I can't get to it that fast. So in order to not be put on the spot and be super last minute with it, it's just easier to do it when you get the positions. Also, take a lot of the fluff out of y'all resumes. Nobody cares about um, you knowing how to use Microsoft Word. Nobody cares. We know that because you're turning in this resume in Word format. So obviously you know how to use Microsoft Word. So make it simple, short, sweet, to the point. You got about 30 seconds to catch a recruiter's eye anyway. So don't waste their time or yours. Period. That's that on that. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, mine is similar in sentiment. Um, I want to talk about proofreading. So Shariah and I definitely have a lot of experience in the proofreading world because we have been working on this dissertation for what seems like forever. It but has been forever. For me, as a creative business consultant, when I'm working with clients and they send me things to look over, one of the biggest things that I find spend, I'm spending the most time on before I even go into editing and adding my stuff in there is proofreading because... <laughs> I, you know to me it's trying to suss out the point what's the point why are you saying yeah. what are you trying to say and a lot of times people get caught up in using too many words or um, trying to over explain and at that point nobody wants to read your work nobody wants to read your proposal nobody wants to read your um, you know your project your byline whatever so I like things to be short simple and to the point um if you have highlights, let's get them in in the beginning so we can move on and get the get the ball rolling. So proofread your work. Look for it. It can be it can seem like, you know, with Microsoft Word, all these different tools that we have, spelling and grammar should be an easy fix. But it's not always there. Yeah. Um, but it's, Google is free. There's always mistakes like these Microsoft Word, Google Docs, whatever. Yeah, they're built to catch certain things, but not some everything. stuff, it makes sense. Just not in the way that you're trying to say it. So, yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, read it out loud. That's what I always do. Yeah, read it to somebody else. Because I'll read it out loud and I'll be like, I sound real stupid. So I'm going to just go ahead and change. Or, you know, have somebody else read it. You know, your closest family member, your significant other. Um, if you're working on something and you want to get it, you know, out, just get another set of eyes. Because especially when for me, when I'm looking at something for too long, my brain just turns into mush. Yeah. Like, I can't even process it no more. Agreed. So... I don't have a clapper. The end of New Kids <laughs> University. Where, see, you don't even have your sound effects. I don't have my sound effects. You just well, y'all talked bad. about me so bad for my sound effects last time. I just decided That's that you I never wasn't going to bring them. are prepared. They couldn't be that bad. They were terrible. Oh, <laughs> Show me. It's a little <laughs> app. I don't even think I have it. Let me see if it's still Ooh, on here. Because I'm going to have to tell him to edit this out. So don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have the app no more, actually, because I got a new phone. So. Oh, Lord. Look, small blessings. Great. Small blessings. I had like a little horn sound. Had like we know, we remember. Don't be a hater. Audio life. life. On that note, we're gonna take a break um, and be back so we can talk to our fabulous guests and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're back. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. <laughs> So, this is our chance for our guests. They've been sitting here kind of quiet. Christian been, you know, jumping in, but Roman been over here quiet. So, we're going to give them a chance That's to... That's because Roman over here on live. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give them a chance to introduce themselves, um, tell you, you know, a little bit about what they do, um, and go from there. So, Roman, go ahead and jump on the mic. Oh, oh. No, you don't have to say your last name. Oh, my name Roman. Uh, I got a closer brand out called Ugly Gang. I want to branch out to other things. I want to write a book in the future. This is up. I want to do a lot of things. Okay, we're gonna get into that book later. But okay, Christian. Um, I am. Uh, I go by DJ Sick Man. Um, I'm a, obviously a DJ. <laughs> 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 obviously, he's in the name. Um. I'm a fashion stylist. Um, I really love music, clothes, really passions I love to tap into. 
a creative director, um, good at marketing things. But I'm just, um, those are my two things that I love to do, really. Okay, okay. So, first question. Since you all have been in um, Leaders Amongst Leaders and things have really begun to take off, um, how have your friends reacted to you being on like the news Man. and you being in the paper and you know just this newfound um, local success so far? I'll go first. Yeah. I mean, I had some people come up to me and try to talk to me. I mean, I didn't brush them off, but I'm still with my same friends from before and after it. And since I've been in leaders amongst leaders. You know, like, I tried to help them go branch on to other things and not just be selfish with everything. That's real. Good deal. Um, so, you know what else is real? Man, just, like, a lot of people did not like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. My side, no way. I, I, I live in the burbs, so a lot of people didn't like seeing this guy's face on the news. But it was it really helped me uh, get my name out there, like, oh, that. DJ Sickman was on the news. Like, what? How? Like, so it really got uh, my name in people's conversation. So it, for me personally, it felt like uh, a milestone to remember that you made, uh, that you got there and you had help and you had teachers, you had mentors that put you in that position and yeah. helped gain that uh, milestone with you. So eternally grateful. I think that early exposure is important, too, because you get to meet so many people who can help you, you know, get to the next step. People that you may not have known if you hadn't participated in Leaders Amongst Leaders, if you hadn't been, you know, so instrumental in that phase um, and being around, just being exposed to the different types of organizations that are, you know, were in the MPK challenge and just seeing what they do and getting to build that network. It's really I think it's really important and the younger you are, the better. The better, yeah. I think it's good also that you well it's not good, but you said people didn't like it. I think it's good to experience that early. Of course. Versus, you know, you making it to the top and you thinking everybody on your side and right. mm-hmm. and realizing Right. That it's yeah, because that also that also goes into feedback too. Everybody that's trying to give you feedback don't really have your best interest at heart. Of course. So oh, yeah. when you the sooner you realize that, the better you can be at your craft and taking the good feedback and the constructive feedback and making it, you know, building it into your brand. And how to react. Yeah, and yeah. How, that's very important. Yeah. It's a good good idea to learn that now so you don't end up like a lot of these celebrities with Ooh, a lack of publicists and of actions. So. Man. Every day I look oh, and, I look on social media like, where are these people publicists? Uh. I just, it's certain people I'm like, I wouldn't, even if I was the best publicist in the world, I would never represent them. Oh, absolutely. Like Chris Brown. Never, uh, never in my life. I wouldn't uh-huh. do it. <laughs> I love him though, but I would never like I feel be it. his PR rep. I feel it. So, you know, since you all have been um, a part of the, a part of Leaders Amongst Leaders since the beginning, and um, you were on the ground um, ready when we initially applied for the MBK um, Skillman Foundation Challenge. So how how was your experience going throughout the prototype phase, um, and what what are some things that you witnessed or you were able to experience that really stuck in your mind? Whoever wants to answer first. <laughs> um, even though it was a prototype phase, it was really um, um, interesting to see, like the see that lifestyle, see, learn, listen. Mm-hmm. 
of all the things that so basically this is my third year of me being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so for those the past two years i've been putting together these ideas of oh it's probably it probably it's probably like that or it goes like this without having a real concrete answer so when i got with the program they made they everyone helped me made those ideas that i had those speculations into reality like this is how it is and this is how this is how it is for life mm-hmm. so it was really helpful with me learning about my my niche how how um music especially music um and fashion and um the the, the worlds of business yeah outside of the fun part but um <laughs> That's that's really the most interesting part to me about the other stuff, which is also the stuff that I learn. I see it as all fun since yeah. it's what I love to do. So simple as that. But I found what's interesting. Yes. I found I found everything interesting because I saw that everything had a backstory, and everything needed somewhere to start. Exactly. And, and you can't just start at the top. You have to start from the bottom and work your way up to the top. That's real. When we went to Grand Rapids, um, that was definitely an interesting experience. That was so that was so <laughs> tight. That was sweet. Even though it, it didn't go how we initially planned it, we kind of learned how to think on our feet. We and, winged it. Yeah, we we winged it for sure because we was just walking down the street at one point, like, all right, let's go in, in the here. rain. In the rain. Oh yeah, I was out here getting uh, it. <sighs> but it 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 turned out great, and we we learned a lot of things during that experience. So, how did it feel to win? Like, you you went through this process, you went through the prototype phase, you were with us, you know, as we were planning, and during the, like, ending session, how did it feel to be sitting there and they announced Leaders Amongst Leaders is one of the winners of the 50K? Uh, um, my fault. Um, when, like, when I found out we was, we won... I was like speechless because all the all the hard work paid off, and I felt like I did something. I took a big step in life. Uh, for me, it was um, to this day. Months later, it was. It's still, I'm still in disbelief. Like I can say that. Like I can say that I won that. I was there. We worked for it. We we strived for it. And it was just, uh, like I said before, a milestone in my life that it was just a shocker. It was like, like, like time froze for me because it was like a moment was so good. And like, it just felt great that we won, that we worked for it and we earned it. So I was texting Sheree <laughs> as we were sitting there. I'm texting her. She's like, they ain't announced it yet. What? Like, what's taking so long? What? Did they announce it? And then I just text her like the money emoji. And then my phone started lit. blowing up. I was so excited. I was, so, I was also mad, though, because I had to go to a, a work dinner, so I couldn't actually be there. So when she say, like, I was literally texting her, like, every two minutes, like, what's happening? What's going on? I'm telling the people at the table, like, look, y'all going to have to hold on a minute because I need to see what's going on. So, Christian, you say you've been an entrepreneur for about three years now. Yes. Um, what inspired you or what sparked the interest to become an entrepreneur in Man. the first place? It, it's just my over, over, um, overexcited drive to be creative, which drove me. So really, I used now nowadays I have people asking me, Chris, uh, Chris, how did you get into? How did you get into? How can I be like you? How did you get into it? How, when should I start? And I told them, if you're asking me when you should start a business, you're probably not ready to start. 
if you're asking me. Because I, y'all together. Cause, okay. Because <laughs> I was ready. I, I didn't. I started in eighth grade, and I didn't. I was just so excited to start my clothing line at that point in my mm-hmm. life. I was so excited, and I kept. I didn't stop talking about it. I stopped talking about. It. People kept saying like, "Oh, we gonna buy your shirts. Cool." So when I finally made my T-shirts, um, I sold. I earned $500 in that week off my t-shirts alone. Hustling. $500. And I never stopped. So the the history was set since then. So it was just, it was just, I just, uh, fashion helped me learn who I am, especially especially music. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have both of those um, outputs that really helped me um, express myself. This is my personality. So that's really what inspired me to become an entrepreneur. It was just really a creative um, space to give myself to okay roman what about you what inspired you to become an entrepreneur um that you don't have to live by i mean you know you don't have to be the same as everybody else you can change up things and still be successful and you can, it could be creative and people will still love it and everybody doesn't have to be the same and everybody's different in their own way with different ideas. You know what's crazy? My clothing line was named uh, Life Outside the Box, which exactly means those words, live outside the box of what people put you in, swear. That's See? So, Roman, you talk about wanting to write a book. Um, what what topic are you looking to write about? Um, I want to write about just winning everything, winning the 50K, um, just my life. The, the hardships and the problems and the solutions of everything. Isn't that biography? Is that a biography? Oh, yeah, or a memoir. memoir. Oh, yes. Oh. Well, I want to write a biography <laughs> about my life. <laughs> That's what's up. So do you plan on just writing one book or is the plan to continue to write? Chapters. Publish? Chapters? I mean, <laughs> you can line it up correctly. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I like writing sometimes. I like writing things that I know about, like myself or sports or something. I like them. So, I mean. Experiences. Mm-hmm, experiences. I feel that. So, are there any artists right now, whether they be music, fashion, um, visual, who inspire you or who set kind of set the tone for Man. where you want to take your work to? You were, you got You got <laughs> okay, a list. I got a list. Uh. So you can go first. I gotta. You gotta narrow it down over there. Any artists? Can we go off personalities? Whatever, yeah, whatever you want. Okay. Um. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm, okay. When I'm mad or I'm sad, I listen to Young Boy because NBA Young Boy because he. Puts me in my feelings and it takes me out my feelings. <laughs> Be like that. A good balance, okay. Good balance. All right, a good balance. Um, when I'm happy, when I'm happy, I still listen to Young Boy. <laughs> Be like that comfort zone. <laughs> okay. All right. You know that's us with Jeezy. So yeah, I, that's what I can't mean, even. I can't even be mad. We we got no room to drink. Yeah, okay, you got you got another one. And then when I'm happy and I'm feeling um happy, I listen to Lil Uzi a lot. <laughs> and a lot. I like Uzi. Yeah. 
That's it. You good? You got any more? I think so. <laughs> or what about like you? You said you want to write books. Are there any like particular authors that you like, or like style of, or any books that you've come across so far? Right. Um. No. I mean, I don't like reading books because I I feel like I don't know. I don't like reading books that I don't have interest in. Depends okay. on okay. what book it is, though. Mm-hmm. Which genre? Like if it's sports. I read the whole book, but if it's just like just schoolwork, something boring, <laughs> I feel that. No. I'm the same. Yes, I th- that does not change, no matter how old you get. It, at all, reading stuff that's boring like literally makes me just want to fall asleep. Outside of your interest, yeah, it's, it's like I'm just gonna go to sleep. All right, artists that inspire you. Come on, we waiting. Man. You had you had time. Man. It's just so many. Cause or, you can, or you can do designers, too, since yeah. you have a clothing line. Yeah. You need, like, whatever, designers you want to work with. Wherever you draw your inspiration it's just, from. I, like, everything from fashion to music inspires me so much. It's just like, say, okay, so I got um, Tyler, the Creator. Okay. Travis Scott. Good choice. Kanye West. Uh, um, it was just, it's just so many creatives in, like, in that world that just inspired me. Just, they just ooze creativity. Like, how can I... How can I do that? But like um, a uh, film director with their creativity, great creativity through film. Like I mm-hmm. love films, like how they are built. And like his name is James Wan. James Wan. He uh, directed a couple of horror movies, and uh, I like how he, the direction he takes it in. It's just so many. Um, Virgil. That's a mm-hmm. lot of people's list, but uh, it's just really. It's really um, inspiration. Like, say, it just it just gives me like confidence just to do more, reflect, see if I just go scroll through Virgil's off white Instagram and see what uh, just inspiration, see what you or what I can do. Really, it's just it's so hard to pick. There's so many. <laughs> well, that's the beauty about inspiration. You never really yeah. have to pick. There is so everywhere. much. Yeah, it's it's endless. And you, it's it's ever flowing. So you can, you know, one thing may be like, eh, I'm, this really doesn't do it, but you may find something else that kind of blows it up. That's the beauty yeah. of it. So, because your crafts are so um, are ever expanding, is there anywhere that you see yourself wanting to travel to that can kind of like feed your craft, whether it be in the U.S. or outside of it? Art, definitely art. So, what are some big like art? capitals of the world like besides europe um like paris yeah yeah japan Jap- yeah japan yeah that's like what about you places i want to travel yeah mm-hmm. that your career could take you oh. y'all want to go to north dakota no <laughs> <laughs> that's all you that's all you sister um Hmm. Probably. He's a California, New York. Oh, New York is so fire. You can take the best pictures in New York. I've been once. It was horrible, but you can take the (laughs) best pictures in New York. Dog. It's so so sweet. It's beautiful, but it's one of those locations where it's like, okay, on this street, it's beautiful. Like, you know, you got all the buildings, and then you go around the corner, and you're like, oh, no. I (laughs) would. Take me back home. Swear. That's it. That's it. Me and Shariah are planning on going to China next year. Yeah. Um, so. So fire. Yeah. We ready. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm, we gonna stand out though. 
I told my grandma, I'm like, I want to go to China next year. The first thing she says is, you're going to be the tallest person there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? My dad trying to come. He yeah. can't come, though. No. We, no. We I'm trying to get your up. dad to take us to Africa. No. He'll leave us. He will, but. So my dad is African. And he, he already told us, I'll take y'all, but I'll leave y'all. He said he's leaving us at the airport. Like, it, nah. ain't, it, ain't, even, it ain't even like he going to wait a minute, nah. nothing. He said he out. He'll see us in three weeks. Was, was his wording? I, that's. I feel like we got a. We could do a whole other episode. Um, my just dad's about your antics. dad. Anyway, so all you are. Yeah. So you all just had a um, the launch of um, building a tribe. Your first successful event as Ooh. leaders amongst leaders. Tell me about that experience. How was that for you all? You go first, dog. It was like a dream come true. All I do is dream about shows and DJing and music and. Um, uh, build, um, bringing a crowd in. It's just, it's like a dream. You can touch it. It's like it, it's it's not fickle. Like mm-hmm. you, it's feasible. You can touch it. It's like reality. So it's so it's so sweet. Especially with, which blow my mind is like we sold all our tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's which, what's up. Man, that's the dream. Like if I could sell those tickets, like on just a my first launch intro, man, I could do that for the rest of the shows that we have. So it's just really. A good experience. It felt good. It felt I felt free. I felt like this. This is this is basically my child. So it's just it just let it run and have fun. Basically, that's, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I could just be be around people Man. that I love and I care for and the things that I do and learn from people. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like like I'm in school and I have to do something. It felt like I wanted to be there and. A, I was late. I was going to be mad at my mama. <laughs> Dog, I was there extra early. I was there before you was. Yeah, you was. See? I was ready. I'll never be late. I'm never late. I wish I could say that. <laughs> I, was, I was here when Jermaine got her car, right? Yeah. See? Oh, but I was here before Jermaine. Yeah, I he was. was. I was here after everybody. Oh, yeah, you was. Yeah. That's crazy. We're not going to talk about Shariah. Man. Listen, had to work. So, mm. the... The event, I was there for a little bit. It definitely was a beautiful experience, especially seeing all the young people in the room coming out to, you know, talk with people who are doing what they want to do or who are in their field. Um, And I definitely am excited to see that program grow um, and expand from the minds of young leaders. What are some of the other things that you all are looking to do, you know, let's say over the next summer, besides grow the program, building a tribe, what are some other things you're excited or looking forward to experiencing as young leaders? Experiencing. Things I want to experience. Mm-hmm. Bring it like more young people out. No, no. No, I say that. We need yeah, that. That's, we yeah, need that's that. real. We need that. that we talk about that I a lot on that. here. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I mean, like the event, it was it was great, but like if you bring more young people, you know, you tell a young kid this, it spreads like hot fire and it just it gets everywhere easily. And even like with that, like even when me and um Christian um was doing it, more people 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 I didn't know was coming, and I felt like people I knew was coming too. It's crazy. Majority was like. I think like some of my friends, they was like actually bummed out that they couldn't come, and <laughs> <laughs> on my side too. And like, you know, just bringing more young people out so they can relate and they can, we can help them. They can help us. 
and they can help their next friends. Bro. Building a tribe. Swear. It, that, that name is so ironic because it's really, that's what it really is. It's so ironic. That's It felt great. But so what I'm really excited about for this summer is building a program, of course. But for me, I'm trying to start my um, new music business. So um, going through the prototype right now, working with the hooligans right now. So mm-hmm. they can help me out with it. It's called um, House of Sounds. So basically, it's like, say, an artist wants to make a mixtape, right? Mm-hmm. So they can contact me and me and my producers, or group of producers, I should say. We They uh, collaborate with us, work under the house, uh, make a rollout plan, and push it out, under the made under the house. So really, I'm focused on my music business right now for the summer. So get that flying. Yeah, I can definitely see you all um, growing and expanding beyond expectations yeah. Um, especially with the community of people that you have around you that are willing to pour into you and help you, you know, either meet the people that you need to meet or give you the resources that you need to continue to grow and learn and move forward. Go ahead. Can I say something, bro? You know how we sweet it would be if just we teenagers had a spot just to have fun and chill at. Yeah, you, know how, you, know, you know how we sweet that was. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to do for ladies and women's leaders, but you know how we sweet that is? That will be fire. That would be so sweet. <laughs> Two age groups come together. Bro. <laughs> it reminds me of like the den off of Moesha. Like that's exactly what I thought of as soon as he said that. That's all I want. Just teenagers to be cool, learn from each other, talk. Like, and have fun. Have fun. Nobody can ruin that, dog. Like, that'd be so fire. Well, see, now, now the idea is, is out into the atmosphere. So that's all I want. You gotta, and people gonna listen to the episode. So now people gonna be checking in. So like, what's up with this? With that, you know, teen spot. What's Bet. up? <laughs> Expectations. I'm not stop I don't stop working. Expectations. Okay. What else? What else is in my brain to ask you all? Empty the tank. It's a lot of stuff in her brain. Don't tell her to empty the tank. It is. <laughs> She's it currently is. working a PhD. I heard. So. Yeah. I, uh, well, that's fire. Well, Jesus. <laughs> it takes a lot of. Uh, this fire about to burn out. I'm okay. Tired. okay. <laughs> I am tired, but I'm almost done, Lord. It's I can so see the light. Stress. Okay, so as um, young leaders in the city of Detroit, you know, when you're going to school every day, you're in your communities, um, what is your perspective of Detroit in terms of where the progression is going? Like, you've heard, you know, the adults around you talk about Detroit, you see it on the news, you see it every day um, as you're interacting with Detroiters. What is your perception of Detroit? My perspective of Detroit, I feel like it's different from every other city because, like, California, um, vacation spot. Miami, vacation spot. Atlanta. Atlanta, vacation spot. With Detroit, like, people don't want to visit because they feel like it's dangerous. And I feel like that's just, like, I feel like more people higher up should not like hmm not to put it i kind of disagree with you on that a little bit because people who are higher up see the um the growth and uh, potential of detroit we're friends with two of those people really oh yeah bruce shout yeah. out to bruce shout detroit to bruce. bruce and doug <laughs> and doug <laughs> i can definitely see where you're coming from though for a long time the perception of detroit was a negative um Detroit had a negative connotation with it because of the things that were in the media um, and constantly 
um, that were constantly being pushed nationally, internationally, and it did for a long time. It didn't seem like leadership was truly invested in the advancement or growth of Detroit for Detroiters, um, yeah. and so like. In, I remember going over to um, France one year with my mom and the host family that we were staying with was telling us like, oh yeah, Detroit, we see Devil's Night, we get the coverage, you know, over here and it's like a big thing to watch it. I'm like, okay, this is not something to be like celebrating. This is not like a concert or nothing that you watch on TV. Like, this, this is my home. <laughs> it's crazy that a lot of that still hasn't changed. Like when we were on the cruise, we got off the boat in Jamaica. The guy asked me, he's like, where are you from? I'm like, from Detroit. The very first thing he said to me was, does Flint have clean water? That's bad. And I'm just like, it's a horrible you ain't have nothing point. else to, <laughs> to ask me. Like, played out. I'm like, like played out. But the crazy part is, I have to give him credit though. He wasn't asking to be funny. Like, because he lives in Jamaica, he doesn't know. Oh, he's you, you get what I'm saying? He, he was very, and he that's was very, the only very coverage serious. they get. That's the only, that. you, the you know, the only stuff. thing he knew. Yeah. That's the only thing he knew was to ask me, does Flint have clean water? And I was like, let me not go off on this man because he really don't know. You don't, uh, you don't have to raise your hand. You could yeah, just go just ahead and talk. Point. We don't want to interrupt. So that's the thing. <laughs> just interrupt, man. Uh, Nobody's going to be offended. <laughs> so I feel like people, I feel like people disrespect Detroit, but they don't live in Detroit, so they have to disrespect it. Because they don't see how much young people out here actually are. Me and Chris, for example, 13, you're 17, right? 17, 17. out here got a business and are talking to people who is owning to multi-million yeah. thousand things. and Wild out here. Crazy. And <laughs> they, they just feel like Detroit is just a, the worst place to visit. So much good here. Really is, and like they just, feel, I just feel like they just disrespect it. You can't disrespect something you don't know. I mean, it's kind of like a lack of information, mm-hmm. but that's where the disrespect comes from. So mm-hmm. it's just like really like a lack of information about the city because you know, cross miles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when good stuff happens in the city, they don't talk about it's it. Real huh. It's real quiet. It's real quiet. It's, it's everywhere, oh. everywhere. We used to talk about it all the time, like the crime in the D pages, mm-hmm. and it'll be like. Crime in the D, but it's Pontiac. Or right, like this. You know, they, it's they it's like outside. Same, they used to do the same thing in uh, Chicago, the war on Chirac. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was horrible. It's like, what? Like, let's, but when something good happens, it's like suburb of Detroit. No. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute. Like, just a minute ago, it's all the same. Shout out to all the people that we know who are doing, like, good things, yes. great things in the city of Detroit yes, and, yes, yes. and working to move that narrative forward. No matter what stage in the process you're in, there are a lot of young people that we have featured on this show who contribute a lot to changing that narrative of Detroit. And it's hard, especially when something has been ingrained in people for so long. It's hard yeah. to change. Years, decades. Yeah, it's hard to change that Because they're kind of stuck. They're yeah. kind of stuck in their ways. They don't want to see anything And they've seen it. They was raised by it. They saw it. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So have you guys experienced, um, I know we've mentioned, you know, your age, 13 and 17. Have you experienced any people that are older that are not accepting of your ideas and how do you handle it? I should take this one. I'll take, I'll take this one. Um, yeah, uh, define like older, like age group. Define it, it, it doesn't matter. Just like older any, anything you. older than you. Like, have you experienced people that are like, Haters. this is not what you should do? Um, like, I think the most common thing that I've heard, like as far as entrepreneurship, just in general, people will be like, well, get a real job. Yes. Like that kind of thing. Yes. Um, 
Chicago. Let me, let me let me let me let me pitch this real quick. <laughs> so it's um it's really the only time I ever had heard negativity was from people my age. Okay. People my okay. age. That's is the only time I've heard negativity. That's, I really expected your answer to be the complete opposite. No, not not adults. Not adults. Adults like respect that really because I'm really tight with adults. Like I cool with them because mm-hmm. I respect them and give up that that um, vibe of uh I'm not gonna disrespect you. Like I, I'm in tune with the conversation. But um, the only time I ever heard negative was from people my age. Interesting. So I have a lack of story about that. Roman, you could probably. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't, I don't hear nobody ever talk down on it. I mean, like people around me, like my friends, they say I'm doing something good and I'm just not just sitting in the houses. Exactly. Just sitting there wasting days. Like I actually try to, trying to do something with my life and they respect it. And they just like people older than me. Because it's family, they like respect because they don't, like, nobody just wants to just sit in the house and just sit there for 24 hours and just not, just not do nothing. Just make something of your life. That's real. Oh, I wanted to say something. I never got to say what I, my perspective of Detroit is. Oh, so. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, um, before, I would say, let's, okay, let's make an example. I lived in uh, Georgia for a year. I lived in Atlanta for a year. So... At, in their city, say yeah, like a rapper drop a, a new uh, song or mixtape, right? The city went crazy. It was like a holiday, right? So the, the the city was getting so much publicity at that time. It was so turned. It was so, like, it felt alive. But back in, in Detroit, I remember downtown used to be so empty, so deserted. Like It was like a ghost town to me, at least. So I recently, I went on this tour um, around Detroit, downtown Detroit with Detroit Bruce. And... um. The the things it's like it was like magic that day. Yeah, it made me fall in love with the city. Mm-hmm. I I feel bad saying that because this is home. It's always gonna be my home. It's just it made me really feel like it's alive. It's 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 a thing now. Like when I moved back to Detroit, I didn't hear nothing about it. I hear nothing about the the development. All I heard was the bad stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I went there, I was I fell in love because it was so good to see my city alive and people moving, people walking in, and uh. It was so much that I learned that day that I can't even tell you. Like it was, you had to see it for yourself. It was amazing. That's real. Nah. That's real. All right. So we've been talking for like fifty minutes. Surprisingly, y'all. Uh, Does it feel not like else not at all? Me. I don't know. So, I guess it's like general conversation. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. So some questions we'd like to ask our guests towards the end. Um, if there was one person, one famous person. <laughs> That you could switch places with for a week. You get all their knowledge, all their money. All their problems. All their problems. One week. Everything. Who would it be? And it's silent. That's tough, man. That's (laughs) tough. That's really tough. You really got to sit through. You got to sit through. Like, do I want to deal with this? Well, Jermaine, you answer it first. I answered first the last time. You answer first. Okay, fine. If I could switch places with one person for a week... I would switch. I feel like I, I don't think I said her before. I would switch with Shonda Rhimes. Okay, she's the um, she wrote a, Scandal. She wrote Scandal. How to Get, how away, to get away with Murder. murder Grey's Anatomy. Nineteen. She has a bunch of different shows that she's in, involved in. And Shonda then, Land. Yeah, Shonda Land. TGIT. All kind of stuff. She basically locks down. What is it? ABC. Yeah. On Thursday nights, every show that comes on it's prime her. time is hers. The Good Sis. I would. The reason I would pick her though is because I have a hard time figuring out how 
she's so creative and writes some of the craziest things that I've ever seen on TV. And I feel like it's something in her brain that's different than what's in mine. So I would like to figure out what it is. Like, where does this stuff come from? Like, if you've never seen any of her shows, like, the craziest things happen. Like, Scandal is like a, a black woman taking over the uh, political system and doing a whole bunch of scandalous things, obviously. But it's like, it's like I would never think to, you know, to write a character mm-hmm. to do as crazy stuff as she does. So I will switch with her. Just I, for a week. I can see that. Then I'm out. Then you're out. <laughs> you can only handle so much. Listen, it's a lot. But yeah. I think it'll be fun. Her or uh, Dick Wolf. <laughs> Law and Order. Law and Order. Because I, I need to know. You Why do you write law. these things? Ooh. Why? Ooh. Ooh. I got, a, I got two. I got two perfect ones. Let's hear it. All right. Let's hear it. Go ahead. Um, Jay-Z. Jay Z okay. and Gary Vanderchuk. Y'all, y'all know Gary V? Yeah. Gary Vanderchuk, him and Jay Z, those two. Because yeah. I watch, every time I wake up in the morning, I watch Gary's shows. Mm-hmm. Every time I wake up. Yeah. Gary I, like, I like Gary. I like that he's like authentically himself all nah. the time. He gonna cuss at you. He gonna <laughs> scream. Real. He gonna keep it real. And then he just gonna like keep it moving. I I enjoy him. He's just pretty cool. Okay. Roman. Um, this might be weird. Bonus switch. But Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. That's a that's good not, one. Yeah, that's not weird. It's not I mean, weird like, at it's, all. It's, 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 it's on brand. Yes. <laughs> it definitely is. I don't. I, I feel the same way about Jaden though. Jaden's very creative, and I feel like he's one of those people that is very misunderstood. Yeah. So I can understand why you would switch with him just to kind of see what the it's other like. side of the wall. Yeah. Other yeah. Side of the fence. Um. Okay. If I could switch, it would be Jennifer Lewis. No surprise. No surprise. <laughs> I love there. her. We would love an explanation. I, I love Jennifer Lewis. I just finished her book not too long ago. Jennifer's personality is larger than life, and it took her a long time to really figure out herself and what yeah. she needed, but she really enjoys herself and her life and what she's done. And her title as the mother of Black Hollywood is very, very fitting. Okay. Very fitting. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the homegirl. I love her. Plus, she look like everywhere she goes. It's a fun time. Yeah, she's always having a good time. Like everywhere. Yeah, I like her. I would. I, would, I could see that one. And she's so opposite of you. Not that you aren't like. I know. You know, as far as like outgoing. Oh yeah. She's so much opposite, like personality wise. Because <laughs> so I'm in the bed. <laughs> Jermaine is always in the bed. If you don't see her, she in the bed. It's like <laughs> just assume I'm in the bed because I usually am. Well, at least you, we always know where to find you. Exactly. Quick question. Yes. When are you free to help me update my resume? <laughs> Now that I am free, <laughs> listen, we got to set up a time. No problem. We can, we can do something on the calendar. No problem. Okay. So drop your social media handles so people can watch your journeys, drop the leaders amongst leaders, you know. Tell them where to buy your product. Yeah. All that good all stuff. That. I mean, you can just follow the sickness at DJ Sickman um, on Instagram. So that's really, whatever you see, you'll know. Without, what, what, when something happens, you'll know. I post once a day. Um, follow me on Instagram at UglyKidRJ. Turn up. And the Leaders Amongst Leaders page. Um, leaders Amongst Leaders. Yes. That won't be hard not to find. That'll be easy to find. We're going to upload one day. Hey, period. Yeah. We in there. I know the vibe. <laughs> Can I shout out my backup? Yeah. Um, I got two backups. You should follow um, my business page, UglyXGang. With an X, not an A. And follow my backup at Ugly Kid Clover. Y'all lit. 
Oh, right. one, more, hey, one more thing, one more thing on SoundCloud. Uh, DJ Sickman, dollar sign as the S Sickman. So DJ Sickman on SoundCloud. Like, I upload good music. We make good music over here. So turn up. That's the truth. Can we shout some people out? Sure, sure. Detroit Bruce, Detroit moment. Wick, um, Tony Hooligan, Uncle Tay, um, Brian Brian Hooligan, um, <laughs> the whole Hooligan uh, collective, Coll- yep, collective. So um, that's it, really. <laughs> Raw. Oh, oh! Shout out, Ro! Shout out, Ro! Shout out, Ro! My bad. Oh, shout out, DJ Sigman. What are you talking about, me? Oh no, 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 Ro! Oh, Ro! Other Ro! (laughs) Other Ro! I love it. Uh Shout out, Stiff Lafleur. That's Uh that's the homie. South Pursuit. Hmm. I forgot to say who. Super 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 Kane Super Kane Sam Austin's DJ Killer Squid. Um, and so wavy. <laughs> he was just on my lap. And so wavy. Oh yeah, he just on mine. Um, shout out to the whole ugly game. Armando, D'Angelo, Marmar, Laurent, and, and we're logging out. <laughs> oh, Makai. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, you you doing the outro? I guess I can. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, you guys made history on today because you are the youngest new yes, kids. Guests, the youngest new so. kids. We need sound Y'all effects. Lit. Get her sound effects. <laughs> I know, right? Somebody give me a sound no. effect. Yes. <laughs> I'm with, sister, I am with you. She See? needs sound effects. I need a sound No. Y'all, y'all went through season two with us for sound effects. Y'all know what the I'm deal is. I'm going to buy one. She can't stop me from buying one. So I'm Man, gonna tell her. Put on the floor. Tell her. Tell her. We make our own sound effects? Let her know. Go for it. Go for it. That's all you big I'm chilling. It's about to be weird. <laughs> go for I mean, it. Go ahead. <laughs> Man. Crazy. Man. Listen, I'm getting my soundboard. Okay, right. RJ. I'm ugly. Add that add that to the soundboard. I will. I got y'all. See? When it's, like, when it's like a corny joke, just play that. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's tough. I'm doing all this Anyways So thank you guys So much for coming Thank you As thank always you. you guys can follow The New Kids On social media At The New Kids LLC For Instagram Facebook Twitter 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 um, Follow our YouTube channel As yeah. well We about to start Getting that popping. we're about to start Dropping some gems <laughs> and For And Lord y'all. pray for us So 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 Let the people know People is me When is When will this be released <laughs> People's coming, 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 coming soon. Coming soon. soon. The biggest lie yet. of the century. But <laughs> <laughs> coming soon. You will definitely know. We will send it to yeah. you. Of course. You got, we gonna have all that in there. Thank so you. yeah, follow us. Uh, make sure y'all visit our website at the New Kids Detroit. Detroit. Oh, and, and, and one more thing. DJ Sigman will be DJing at North Farmington tomorrow in the lunchroom. So that's turn the, up. Turn up. <laughs> it's a party. It's a party. party. It's a party. Never ends. It's a turn up. So yeah, make sure you follow us on all social media. Um, y'all not getting my personal social media. This, no, we've uh, been di- we listen. Y'all, we, need, we, to y'all need to follow us in real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys will see our faces at plenty more events. Don't be afraid to and come North speak. Dakota. And North Dakota. <laughs> China too. <laughs> Nebraska. And China too. Iowa. Right. China. Jamaica. Philly. Wherever we, Wherever go, we go. go. Philly because we out. We out. In about 12 hours, we, we out of here. So yeah. All right. It's been real. Thanks for coming. Yes, we appreciate y'all. I will be in the seat again. Yes. Soon. Turn up. Turn up. Yes. All right. My kids are out. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.
This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city.